Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan. And here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme park. So whether you're counting down your days till your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing to be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. On today's episode, we have an amazing former cast member who was very fortunate enough to hang out with some amazing characters, including Goofy, Chewbacca, some Star Wars characters, Prince Philip, and Gaston. He has multiple amazing stories, being friends with the characters, and some funny things Guest has said to Chewbacca. I hope you guys enjoy all of Brandon's stories that he has to share hanging out with some incredible characters. If you guys are new to the show, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday. We're always sharing people's most magical moments. So if you have a magical moment that you would like to submit to be on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button to submit your story. But now on with the show. I am so excited today to have this guest on. He has been friends with many Disney characters that we know and love. Today we have Brandon. Hi, Brandon. How are you today? Hello, Morgan. I am doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on. So we just had a little bit of an accident recording. Um, we recorded for about six minutes. Thank goodness we weren't, like, like I said to Brandon, not an hour into it. So we're starting <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. But we're other than that little hiccup, we're, I'm so excited to have you today and talk all things Disney and whatnot and some magical moments that you've had in your time working there. Absolutely. Would you like to share with us a little teaser of one of your many stories that you're going to share with us today? Absolutely. So it's actually funny. You know what? I had a um, one of my memories pop up on my Facebook today from three years ago when I first started uh, hanging out with Chewbacca. There was a little stint of time where I started posting on Facebook each day a quote of the day by someone who met Chewbacca and just quoting the most absurd thing anyone ever said to him that day, which there were a lot of those. So it was just very fun. And yeah, yeah, I'm excited to get into that later. I couldn't imagine. I, I want to know truly do people, when they talk to Chewbacca, oh, do they try to speak Wookiee and you're just like, all that's not right? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time they'll try to they'll try to speak wookie uh sheer wook and then uh photo pass the uh the attendant will often say will often be like that that sounded like something sounded like a dying cat or something <laughs> like make some sort of joke it's always it's always really funny but sometimes people come in and they actually like hit it on the nose and they're pretty oh. they got pretty good sheer wook they are pretty good at it or or we'll act or oh my god that's another thing too that's that'll so that's super funny so sometimes like people will do that and like the person will let them know like I hope you understand what you're saying because you might really <gasps> offend him you got to be careful yes. <laughs> yeah 
I've had an experience or two when I'm with other friends. Like, I'm never courageous enough to try to speak Wookiee. Um, I'm better with an R2-D2 scream. I'm uh, much better that, at fair. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have friends that do it. And then the Chewbacca will almost act as if you said, like, a curse word to him. Yeah. And he'll, like, walk yeah. away and be insulted. <laughs> and it's a big scene. And oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, always, it's always very funny. And then you got to apologize <laughs> to him because you hurt his feelings. <laughs> Wookiees are very sensitive. Yes. Um, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> so, um who else were you friends with? Oh man. Um so coming into it, I was friends with uh Goofy was my first friend at, at Disney mm-hmm. as he is most tall uh tall people and then from there I also got to hang out with Captain Hook, with Baloo, Ooh. with uh Jafar in the 2017 uh Not So Scary Mickey's Not So Scary Parade. <gasps> Um, and who else? Then, uh, Chewbacca, Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, Beast, um, Gaston and Prince Philip. And I believe that's all of my friends. That is a <laughs> lot of friends. So yeah. those are typically, um, fairly tall friends. Can I ask oh, how tall yeah. you are? I am six, two and a quarter. So nothing oh too gosh. crazy, but uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> that's awesome. So you mentioned a parade with Jafar. Did you in a meet and greet? So what other things did you get to do? Yeah. So I got to do be in a lot of shows and a lot of, um, uh, meet and greets and stuff and of course there are acronyms for all of them sometimes you hear uh so that's the um i got to hang out with the beast and prince philip in uh festival of fantasy some people like to call it fof um Foff, yes yeah and then uh i also got to do a lot over at hollywood studios with all the star wars characters i got to hang out with kylo in the uh, star wars galaxy far far away And I also got to uh, hang out with uh, Kylo and Darth Vader at at the Jedi uh, training. Jedi Training Academy? Is that what it's called? uh, Not anymore. It's at Jedi Trials of the Temple. That's what it's called now. Uh, Yeah, JT3 for short. And then we had Phosphor, which is when I, I, right before I left actually, um, or got furloughed, I got to hang out with Kylo in in Galaxy's Edge uh, for the First Order Search for the Resistance. And that was so much fun. Oh my God. (gasps) That was so crazy. That was really fun. And then also for a very short time, right before they changed um, Move It, Shake It for the last time, I got to hang out with Goofy in the Move It, Shake It, dance and play it. That was very Wow. So when you come in for a shift, you never know what park or area you're going. It's it's always, I I, I had a very very good variety of shifts, which I I loved. I thrived off Mm -hmm. variety. Yes. And okay, here's a here's an interesting question. We're not like getting into like my proper questions yet, but I want to know if you were having an awesome day, you just had a cup of coffee, um, what would be your ideal shift to work when you're feeling like 100% and awesome? And then if you were kind of tired or you worked a lot or you just weren't feeling 100%, what would be your ideal shift for that scenario? Oh, man. So each of um, those, yeah. That's a really great question. Well, my favorite, my favorite shift, hands down, was hanging out with Prince Philip in the Festival of Fantasy. <gasps> Um, that was uh, getting, getting to, to be a part of that was so crazy. And it's because it literally, it's like, I have flashbacks from like, of like when I was a kid, like sword fighting with my cousins in the backyard. And like, that's kind of, that's like how, what it's like getting to be a part of that. And it's just, it's so, so much fun and you get so into it. And yeah, so that was, that's my like hands down favorite. So high energy, low energy, I'm coming to kill that. 
Um, oh, you're gonna kill but, that dragon. Oh, you're gonna yeah. kill Maleficent. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I ask a quick question before you get to your second part of that that question? Mm-hmm. When Maleficent's dragon was down, were you ever in the parade with Aurora? No, I was not. That was actually oh. before. That was actually before I got trained for that. Uh, okay. In that role, so yeah. That was uh, before I got trained in that. And I was really bummed, actually, because I did know I did hang out with Prince Philip at that time. I just wasn't trained in that parade yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kept saying, like, hey, like, can I get this? Can I get this shift from somebody? Because it's not technically a trained role. And like, I was already hanging out with the Beast in Festival of Fantasy. So like, I knew Festival of Fantasy. I was trained Mm -hmm. there, but I just wasn't trained as Philip Philip in Festival of Fantasy. So yeah. Okay, I'm going to explain the situation for those that don't. Actually, would you like to explain what happened um, with Maleficent's dragon? Oh, yeah. So um, it was just, it was a whole crazy thing. So Maleficent used to like breathe this huge stream of fire. Yes. And then one day the wind was just blowing, uh, blowing a little too hard. And usually that's a managerial call where the manager is supposed to know how fast the wind's blowing, how hard the wind's blowing. And in that case, stilts will go on the ground um the ravens will use baby wings instead of the big wings so they don't actually fly away um (laughs) and i don't know if there were any adjustments made to maleficent but there should have been uh during that kind of call if the wind's too uh, high but the wind was so was blowing so hard that day that once the fire blew out of her mouth it uh blew right back into her face and set her head on fire in the middle of the parade and a whole like the whole back half of that well not back half because she's pretty much the second to the end but there are there's a lot behind her and that all Mm -hmm. that had to get evac so they had to get evacuated off of the parade floats mickey minnie donald daisy pluto all the dancers and uh and it was it was a trip man that was that was pretty crazy to see i wasn't I, i don't remember where i was working that day but i just remember seeing pictures and being like no and then then taking that out and i was like i'm never gonna get trained for that dang it (laughs) but it ended up happening so i was very very grateful for that very grateful that i got that opportunity yeah and they took it away for quite a while like i was yeah it was like shoot six or seven months i want to say it was probably longer than that but i i haven't told you this but aurora maleficent philip are truly my favorites oh yeah I flew all the way from Florida to California to see Magic Happens because I heard mm-hmm. Aurora got her own float and the three good fairies and Philip. I I I lost it. I had to fly yeah. across country to go see that. But I was as much as I was saddened to see that Maleficent caught on fire. Mm-hmm. It was really cute to bring like the gazebo float out and have yeah. Aurora in the parade because it was very very cool. Yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because you'll probably know more than I do. Aurora was originally supposed to be in the Festival of Fantasy, where she Anna and was. Elsa were. Yes, she was. That is that is true. Um, she yeah. was supposed to be there, so it was nice. And we'd always talk about like, oh, she could go here, she could go there, because uh, like we loved. I mean, I thought it would be cool to just have her like laying down and sleeping uh, like on a moving bed on the other side of Maleficent. I thought that would be a really cool idea. That would but, be cool. I want that like, job at some point, And then like at some point there's a part in the song in that loop where it goes like where he comes back where Philip comes back to the to the middle after he's fought the dragon, fought Maleficent. Mm-hmm. And it's like he hears her voice singing in the track kind of. <gasps> 
And so, like, at that point, maybe, like, she could wake up or something. I don't know. That's just my, my mind. And I don't know. I think that'd be a cool little thing to add. But now I want this to happen so yeah. bad. I'm going to write Disney a letter. I'll be like, listen, I need my girl Aurora in this parade. Thank yeah, you. She, yeah, she didn't get enough. She definitely didn't get enough appreciation in Magic yes. Kingdom. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's always great. And, um, yeah, that was, that was super fun. Yeah. I got, I, I got some really fun Christmas stories since they're your favorites. Uh, Philip has a really big place in my heart cause he was actually the first, uh, face character I got to hang out with, um, my, yeah, into the CP, they do a, a type out. Um, so usually around October, they'll do a type out for Christmas where they pull a bunch of guys to hang out with, uh, with the princes because, they don't really need them during the rest of the year, but they'll pull a bunch right. of guys to hang out with the princes for the Christmas parties because parties. the princes come out to hang out uh, to be with their with their girls during the Christmas party. Yeah. And so that was when I was still a CP and got picked uh, and got chosen to, to hang out, which doesn't really happen unless you're chosen before at your original audition. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're chosen like then, like, hey, you're coming specifically to do to hang out with a face character that's like usually how it goes unless and if you're not told that then you're probably not going to see a face character while you're on your cp right Um, right yeah but that's i was very very fortunate and uh very very happy to have gotten uh that opportunity and to hang out with him during christmas those three three or four christmas seasons i was there it was three yeah 2017 2018 2019 i got to hang out for the christmas parties and that was always one of my favorite times of year uh, for sure, because the weather was so much nicer in Orlando than it usually yes. is. Because <laughs> Philip has a, I wouldn't oh, say yeah. a heavy oh, yeah. costume, but it's, it's very, thicker. It's, oh, yeah. It's very, very thick, especially uh, Festival of Fantasy. Uh, his costume for Festival of Fantasy is ridiculously um, thick and heavy. It's like wearing a couch. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to fight a dragon that's breathing fire at you. Like this oh, is just a yeah. lot of heat right there. Like I can only imagine you're like drenched in sweat by the end of oh, the Oh, always, always. You're always. just like, I'm fighting this dang dragon and it's just won't go away. <laughs> a lot of work. It just keeps chasing you all the way all the way down main street that is incredible um okay quick question before we finish the second part of this question i know we're kind of getting off of a topic <laughs> no, it's okay. um but did you get a chance to see the magic happens parade um whether it be a youtube or in person and see that Disney flow California. that are yes yes oh my god that's that mm-hmm. that was super cool and i actually i um actually know one of the guys who uh, got to hang out with Philip over there in that parade because he used to be hanging out with Philip over here at Disney World and uh, a bunch of the other princes. Uh, so that was really cool getting to see getting to see that and her the way that that float is and her dress is phenomenal. <laughs> the fact that they were actually able to do a a um, color changing dress was so cool to me because that's that's what one of the biggest things we talk about. One of the biggest things like. Um, <sighs> Philip and, and Aurora will talk about to like kids in the Christmas party is like just her dress changing colors. That's like mm-hmm. probably in our top three topics that we talk about <laughs> with kids. And sometimes, you know, Fauna needs, you know, it to be green sometimes. You know, she she oh, never yeah. tries to win. Like that's a cute little Well, there's actually that was a fun a fun storyline that um we would talk about around Christmas sometimes is that us uh, actually there's like a book um about philip and aurora where um fauna actually does uh give aurora a green dress i think for christmas <gasps> oh yeah 
up. Yeah. That is so cute. Now I'm like, can it be Christmas time? And can I please go oh, meet yeah. Aurora and Philip? That is absolutely precious. Okay. Back to the second part of our co- Sorry, question. Sorry. Yeah, let's get back into No, I, I've been t- <laughs> taking you off topic. This has been great. So when you are feeling miserable and on the verge of being sick, what yes. shift would you, but you still had to go um, into work. What shift are you going making? to work? Um, Oh man, that's a, that's a rough one. I would say, I feel like a lot of the time when I, when I, I really loved working at Disney and getting to hang out with the characters. And I feel like even when I was having a, a rough day, like as soon as I was in it and I was hanging out with the characters and they were getting to meet guests, like that, that energy really just hits me. When I am when I am low energy though, I feel like that probably the easiest shift to take on when you're low energy. I'd, pro- I'd probably say uh, Jedi. Jedi had some pretty long breaks, and also um, Baloo. Back when he used to oh. meet in Animal Kingdom, he had really long breaks during the summer when it was oh, super yeah. hot. But he was still he's still a really he's he was really fun to hang out with. Oh, I love that. I was going to say one of the one of the Sith Lords, because I feel their demeanor is they're not doing huge movements and stuff. And, you know, they kind of have to like look down on their Mm -hmm. the guests that come to visit them. So I feel like that you don't need as much. And I I don't even I don't even necessarily want to say that during Jedi, because like while you're in it and you're and you're hanging and you're they're out there on stage uh, fighting. Oh, you're moving. Yeah, you got it. And you also got to stay focused so you actually don't take a kid's head off. Um, that's right. <laughs> or if they go sure and attack a- you. Oh, yeah, that's the big one. That's the big one. I was, I was after, after a, um, a good year or two, you fight, you figure out how to, um, how to maneuver that and actually uh, defend yourself a little bit better. Have you had any experiences? I, I watch a couple YouTube channels that just have the compilation videos of the Jedi. Just yes just like horrible things that happen where they're the kid Mm -hmm. makes the lightsaber break like what have you had any of those experiences um had a handful of lightsabers break (laughs) that was probably i probably that probably happened two or three like your own no while yeah while i was in i think while i was hanging out with kyle while i was with kylo his lightsaber broke probably three times um (laughs) while i was doing that shift and then there were a couple of times, uh, they're always the funny ones where a kid will like bow to you. Well, like they'll get up there Yay. and then instead of fighting you, they'll just be like, yes, I salute you, Lord, Lord Vader, Lord Kylo. And that's always funny. One of my favorite moments actually though, and this is another thing that I, I shared on Facebook a long, long time ago, but there was this one kid who <laughs> he, he gets done fighting Kylo and then all of a sudden, he just does the uh, freaking the spider, <laughs> like a Spider Man hand at me at uh, at Kylo, <laughs> like trying to thwip him. And that was what? so funny to me. I remember I went and posted something on Facebook about that with that picture, and I was like, a very a kid, uh, this youngling used an a- the ancient Spider Force on uh, <laughs> on Kylo today. <laughs> It was, it, was, it was funny, man. That was a good time. Cross franchises for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this does not go together. That is mm-hmm. amazing. All right. So now we'll get into some questions. Uh, I mean, I've already been asking you a ton of questions. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. Bring them on. Um, my first question is, uh, ask every single guest, why do you love Disney? Mm. Well, you know, it's a funny it's a funny story. I actually, I I mean, I've always, I always watched Disney growing up. But I wasn't like that person. There are a lot of people who work at Disney who like ever since they were a little kid, they dreamed of working at Disney. And Mm -hmm. in fact, one of my friends who uh, she's the one who kind of talked me into 
uh, going and doing the Disney College program. Like she put the idea in my head. I had never heard of it. I never thought about it. And honestly, kind of did that interview or sorry, did that application and audition on a whim. And uh, it all happened so fast. And um, but after like living there and being so entrenched in it and working in it, um, you really you have such a much greater appreciation for all the stories and all and all the characters and stuff. And it was especially like being entrenched in Star Wars. Like I was I was a very casual Star Wars fan growing up, but then like being actually being able to work uh work in those character work with those characters and work with all these other people who work with those characters. You're so entrenched in like a culture of like mm-hmm. of fandom and it's it's crazy. But it's it's really it was really, really cool. And I, I definitely I appreciate that culture much more having worked there. And I love I love Disney. I love the characters. And I think that's what makes Disney great, which is why I'm really bummed about kind of how they've handled entertainment throughout the pandemic. And I, I wish they mm-hmm. would they would start to phase it back a little bit more and they bring it in. It is what it is. I think guests want that too. I was just on another podcast and we were talking about how nice it is to have surprise meet and greets at the hotels. Oh yeah. And how they could bring if they just started doing that regularly, randomly mm-hmm. with at ho- different hotels, like you can bring a lot of cast members back and Absolutely. Guests love it. They truly yeah, love it. For sure. Yeah, it's 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 hard to say cuz there are some Disney higher-ups um uh, who are who have been quoted saying uh, kind of disparaging things about uh, performers mm-hmm. and entertainment cast members. So it's it's hard to say who will you know what happens there. But uh, I really hope they do end up bringing them back and then they see that that's what people need and that's what people miss. But yeah, definitely. All right, my next question is: Which Disney parks have you visited? I'll, only Disney World, actually. I have <gasps> only been to Orlando's Disney World. I did a Disney cruise, like when I was really little. But other than that, I have only been to Disney World. And I was actually, me and my girlfriend were trying to plan a trip this September to go out to Disneyland, but um, we thought it might be. We don't think they're gonna take comp tickets that we have left over. Uh, or whatever so I think we're just gonna uh, head back to Orlando because we have our universal annual passes uh, still active so we're gonna do that instead and get to see some friends and probably get to go to Disney that's awesome I if definitely if you can make it over to Disneyland absolutely do it but yeah get those free comp tickets and universal is amazing too absolutely I think um, uh, within the next year or so we're, um, I think we're planning on heading out to actually moving out to Vegas from here in Branson so They'll be, we'll be a little bit closer, so it might be a little bit easier to visit from time to time. Yeah, that should only be like a four-hour drive, so that's not mm-hmm. terrible at all. Yeah. All right. My next question is, and take all the time you need because it's kind of a hard question. So it. not your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> that's tough because in, in some ways I have uh, – and this is in a lot of ways thanks to thanks to Blake actually who you've also had on your podcast yeah. um, I have I have really thrown myself into fitness uh, over the past couple of years I've gotten my personal trainer certification and everything and um, really been focusing on that on that journey and so in a lot of ways I'm, I'm starting to look a little bit like Gaston I'm not gonna lie um, <gasps> heck yeah I don't want to I definitely don't want to keep my my head size a little bit smaller than his yes it is what it is, but uh, who's one of the characters? I, I honestly, I think I identify a lot with Goofy because, um, yeah, I don't know. I've always been a very enthusiastic person, 
and also always a very optimistic person. And I think that's just exactly who Goofy is. And it's always, and, and I always said this while I was working um, later on in my Disney career, I was doing a lot of work with, uh, with the Star Wars characters and with uh, uh, Gaston and Prince Philip and, and the beast, but I wasn't really working with, with uh, any uh, with Goofy anymore. And like, I would always say like, I miss those shifts. Like I wish I had more of those shifts because you just get to be silly, you know? And, and Goofy yeah. just gets to be silly and fun, and it's that's always a really good time. I have I have a really good story about a dance party with Goofy that I think you're really gonna want to hear. Uh, if you, we can, I can tell about that now or later on, but that's probably one of my one of my favorite shifts um, <gasps> that I'm actually just remembering about right now. We'll save it for later. We'll keep okay. the keep Sounds the good. people interested. <laughs> I love it. Okay, my next question is. What is your dream ride to get stuck on? That's oh, that's a great question. To get stuck on? Well, my favorite ride is is uh, definitely Flights of Passage, but I don't think you want to get stuck on that because that's that's just kind of boring. Um, yeah, I have actually. <laughs> <just> green. <laughs> yeah, I have actually gotten stuck at the top of um, Everest before, and <gasps> had to walk the stairs all the way down the mountain, and that what? was that was really crazy getting to see all like the inside of the mountain. And they were like, you can't take any pictures in here. And we were like, Oh yeah. yeah no. Just um, like, I'm going to take photographic memory. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was really crazy getting stuck at the top, top of Everest and having to walk down the mountains. That is, that was a lot of stairs, um, but we made it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I think that's a lot of people's dream is to like, see the backside of Everest and like mm-hmm. what's going on in there and stuff. Did you wait? Did you walk past the Yeti? I don't I don't think we walked past the Yeti. No. Oh. It was a lot of like it's literally it was literally you kind of walked down that uh like right where the rail where the track like stops and mm-hmm. then like you start going backwards. That's where we got stuck. And so I think like we we went down like a couple of steps and then there was a door on the on the right and then it was like literally just a stairway all the way down. Oh, <laughs> darn. Yeah, yeah. It, it was okay though. It was all good. Next next time be right in front of the Yeti. <laughs> and see yeah, what the lights really on. That would be good. <laughs> that would be really fun. Okay, my next question is what movie needs to be represented in the parks as either a ride or a show or a meet and greet? Oh, oh my god, this is such a good question. Um <laughs> I love uh, love that question. Atlantis, hands down. They could totally make a ride like uh, Flights of Passage, but for Atlantis with the fish, and you're going through Atlantis Ooh. and it's falling apart and stuff, trying to save it. That that would be so cool, and that would be a great opportunity to bring in uh, Milo and uh, and uh, I can't remember her name. Kita, oh, Kita. Kita. Thank you. I knew it was. K- I almost said Kina. I was like, no, that's the bear. Um, <laughs> wrong, wrong other yeah. underrated movie yeah. other underrated movie but yeah i think atlantis atlantis is 100 and that would be something if disney ever ever realized that they should make a live action atlantis and treasure planet those <gasps> would those would be that would be a good opportunity to phase that into the parks and like create a little spot around that i think that would be do really really well absolutely and have a younger generation fall in love with it like we did oh my gosh absolutely that and that's those are the best those are the best kinds of franchises too mm-hmm. ones that are generational like star wars that's why star wars is such a great franchise that was actually a really cool part of my experience there uh with disney being a part of star wars and actually getting to getting to preview galaxy's edge and getting to bring a guest <gasps> And so growing up, my dad passed down a lot of his Star Wars toys to me and my brother. And I actually got to invite my dad to come with me for the preview of Galaxy's Edge. 
and getting to see his face and just light up and he was like he was a little kid again it was really 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 awesome that is so magical Mm -hmm. oh my goodness okay my next question is if you were an enchanted object in the beast castle what would you be and why i would have to say the refrigerator (laughs) (laughs) and why do you say that because i'm tall and i don't i i don't know i like food (laughs) (laughs) you want to always have the the fire ready to go the fireplace because i really like fireplaces and chimneys go up really tall. So that makes sense, I guess. That would be awesome. Making people feel warm and yeah. welcome. Yeah. That's good. All right. My last question is, what two or more characters would you love to see interact with each other in the parks? Oh, my God. Um, so this is actually this is a really great question because uh, it's actually something that's not ever supposed to happen. Or like excluding mm. taking out storylines, that's not supposed to happen. Uh, you're not supposed to interact with characters outside of your storyline um, right. while you're at Disney World. Now, at Disneyland, they kind of get away with it. And because uh, in, in Walt Disney World Entertainment, we like to say Disneyland has no rules. Disneyland uh, Paris has no God because um, they do even more unspeakable things with their characters <laughs> out there. Um, but yeah, so we it was, I, I would really love – you know what I would really, really love? I would love to see a face LeFou – um, meet with <gasps> Gaston for Halloween instead of him meeting with uh, Belle. I think that would yeah, be that doesn't such... make sense. And I, I, I personally know so many guys who would be great, great LeFous. <gasps> who would be great friends with LeFou, um, who are all like chip, like so, like there are a handful of guy chipmunks, and mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that who would be so great for that role. Um, and it's, and you only need a handful because it's just for the Halloween season. And I think that would be something that people would really, really love. And, and, uh, really like that would be probably the now I'd probably become the most popular meet and greet at Halloween. If that happened. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, It'd probably have a line just as long as Jack and Sally, if not longer. Um, Oh, definitely. And if they did it right at his tavern, that would be even better. Like, close down the tavern for the night, make that a meet and greet spot with LeFou, and then just Mm -hmm. seeing, like, LeFou run around and doing things for him. Oh, yeah. Even that dartboard where it has, like, guest on a million in LeFou, too. Yeah, that was actually really fun because there were a couple times I actually um, got to hang out with Gaston in the tavern. Um, (gasps) And so there are times you're walking through there, like – Gaston will walk through the tavern on his way out and there are times that um or Gaston actually had to meet and greet in there because of weather or um whatever and so that was always a fun thing to point to and uh and and Gaston would always point to the to the board dartboard and talk about that one yeah those five points are also mine we just uh ran out of of room on my side Uh, oh my gosh that's so perfect yeah we just ran out of room on my side Brandon, thank you so much for answering all of those questions. And now I'll let you get into your magical moments because you have a ton yeah, of stories for yeah, us. I really, so yeah, I do. Take <laughs> it away. I'm, I'm all here for, for it. Sure. So, um, some of my, so I want to start with some, a couple of magical moments that actually didn't happen like at the parks. Technically, one thing that was really, really cool was on the college program. They have a talent show called Night of Stars. 
that was really, really cool. And I auditioned for that in the 2017, fall 2017. Uh, and I actually got to perform at the House of Blues. Uh, I got to do magic uh, at the House of Blues uh, back in what? 2017, which was really, really cool. And then I met a guy who did that, um, who, who sang at that, at that night of stars and we both extended our programs into 2018 and then we got together and and sang a song for the 2018 night of stars at the house of blues and that's like it's a big thing because like like 300 plus anybody who wants to audition for the seat during that program can audition and um but they only pick like 20 people to to perform or 20 acts to perform at the house of blues which was a huge opportunity for me and probably one of my best memories from that and i actually remember the time i did magic uh, there's this big heart backstage at the House of Blues that has all these band stickers on it. <gasps> and um, I took a card and I signed it and I stuck it underneath one of the band stickers. So hopefully it's still back there. I don't know. Maybe not. But that'd be really cool if it was. <laughs> Somebody listening, if you hear this, if you have access to House of Blues, please go and check that out and then report back to us. That would yes, be great. Please. <laughs> I would love to know. Um, but yeah, that was that was a really cool point in my life, which because I, I did magic growing up and that was always really fun. And there were sometimes I would actually incorporate that uh, with the characters, like, like with oh. Goofy. Yeah. Uh, so like with Goofy, there's this fun little um, magic trick where you met, roll up a napkin and you make the ma- and you make the napkin disappear, but you're really just throwing it behind somebody's head. And so when I would oh. work, when I would work restaurants with Goofy, like Tusker, I would, I would do that a lot with little kids and stuff. It'd be really, really fun. Oh. Um, <laughs> And speaking, so uh, yeah, speaking of Goofy, uh, one of my favorite, it's actually my last shift as a co- as a CP, a college program on the college program, was with Goofy at uh, Beach Club Breakfast. But there's Beach Club Breakfast, and then it, it one of those shifts for Beach Club Breakfast goes over into a pool party at um, the Caribbean Resort. I don't remember the exact yeah, name, but yeah. And so uh, it goes over to this dance party where you really you go out for like 10 minutes, play games with the kids at the pool. And it's really, really fun. Each character goes out for like 10 minutes and then all the characters come out uh, for this big dance party. Right. Right. And so we're all out there for the dance party. We're dancing. We're grooving. And it comes to this point where the MC is like pointing at each character saying, show us your best dance move. Show us your best dance move or whatever. And so they point over. I believe it was Minnie. They point to Minnie and Minnie started doing the worm. Or not the worm, the wave, and then I hopped. Oh, in next I was to like, Minnie. "Whoa, that'd be really impressive." Not the worm. <laughs> that would be really <laughs> not the worm. She started doing the wave with her arms, and I step, I hop in next to her, and like continue it, and then we just make this huge circle with all the kids there, and we all do it all the way around. And the next thing I know, Donald hops in the middle of the circle and starts just breaking it down. And then I push him out of the circle, and now Donald and Goofy are having a dance battle. <laughs> what? Yes. Okay, I need up. to see that. So is this on I, YouTube somewhere? I wish. I have been searching for it for ages, and it's not anywhere, but it's like one of my favorite memories. I was like, there's no way no one has caught that on camera. There's no way. Like, it was so cool. So Donald Donald comes out. Uh, Donald comes in. He starts uh, shaking, his, shaking a tail feather or something. And Go- uh, Goofy walks in, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the um, the dance uh, SpongeBob, the SpongeBob dance. It was really popular. Where it's kind of like it's like a little Wait. shuffle where you're like hopping back and forth and like uh, doing your feet, uh, kind of moving your feet in as you hop out. It's 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 really weird. You can look it up. Um, but okay, everybody, look it up because <laughs> I have no funny. idea what yeah. you're talking about. Sorry. 
So it's like this, no, this, fun little, this fun little shuffle. So Goofy starts doing that, right? And then Donald pushes him back out, and Donald starts flossing. This is when flossing was really big. <gasps> oh, but, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, what I was like. that's when I was like, oh, Donald, you're going to get us fired. <laughs> um, but it was, it, was, it was okay. It was all good. Uh, they pushed Goofy back in. And they're like, go, Goofy, go. And, and Goofy, like, I didn't know, didn't know what to do. And, but uh, so Goofy just dropped down into a little Carlton split uh, <laughs> and came right back up. And uh, <laughs> that is um, amazing. And then, yeah. And then Donald goes and grabs a towel and throws it in. And the MC is just the whole time, he's throwing in the towel. Ah! It, was, it was so <laughs> crazy. That was such a fun fun moment oh man that was that's one of my favorite memories for sure with goofy and yeah (laughs) that is wild i can only imagine like a a kid even an adult just watching that and being like what is gonna happen next who's gonna (laughs) win this dance battle what is going on i don't care anything else i don't care about any other magic i just need to know who's gonna win this dance battle and watch this continue that is incredible yeah it was it was insane it was insane it was like most insane moment of of my disney career hands down did so that was really fun then that after that point i had been working with chewbacca for a little bit and i kind of teased this towards the beginning but I had uh, some Facebook posts. I'd love to read some of them to you. Uh, yes, because I actually had one come up today that was like your memory from uh, from how from three years ago. And so I have these. This was July eighth. I got one from uh, July seventh, July sixth. It was like three days in a row. I did this. <laughs> I Whoa. said, yeah. So quote of the day by someone who met Chewbacca. So uh, how's the force going? <laughs> Somebody said that. <laughs> How is Chewbacca supposed to respond to that? It's, <laughs> that's, that's how he responds. Uh, a quote of the day by someone who met Chewbacca. Oh, it's the guy from the Geico commercial. What? And I thought he was Bigfoot. Uh, was making oh a joke, thinking he's funny. Oh my gosh, that was a dad joke. This is one of the last ones, probably one of my favorite. Uh, this is like this really little kid. Quote of the day from someone who met Chewbacca. Please don't eat the space chickens next time. Is he talking about the porgs? The porgs. Called them space chickens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That is everything. Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. Oh yeah. That was that was always really funny. What would you do if you were Chewbacca and someone brought a porg to you? Oh goodness. So <laughs> So Chewbacca's not allowed to eat the porgs because he's friends <laughs> with the porgs now after he ate one. Um, but after he ate one. So I, I, in my mind, even though Chewbacca is friends with the porgs, they're still tasty. So he likes, he likes to sniff them. He likes to, to, I don't know. He, he might, might get a little tempted and, and try to take a bite, but get shunned and by the attendant and say, Hey, no, Porgs are friends, not food. Food, um, yes. So, but that's that was that was always my approach. Like even even after uh, the trainers came in to tell us, hey, hey, Chewbacca can't uh, eat the pork. Like can't eat the porgs. That's not okay. Uh, we <laughs> like okay, and then it's just like I'm not gonna eat it. Like Chewbacca's not gonna just eat it. He's just eat gonna it. He's gonna get a little taste. He's not gonna eat all of it. It's like um that in TikTok where it's like. 
I'm not gonna do a girl. No, I'm just thinking about it. I'm not gonna do it. And it's I like, I did it. it. I did it. Yeah, <laughs> and it, Chewbacca was just on a diet. He just, you know, went from yeah. um meat eater to vegetarian. So he's on a different diet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the if the meat eater or sorry, if a vegetarian can keep up that physique, man. He is true, very true. Yeah, that is, the that reason is wild. <laughs> the reason I ask is because I am definitely one of those people that adopted a porg. Oh, and yeah. Um, my friend and I, who had one as well, went to Build-A-Bear. Oh, really? And got a Kylo Ren costume for mine. Oh, that's And so a Ray costume for her. <laughs> I'll have to send you the Instagram Amazing. stories. But they went on a date. We even put fake eyelashes on hers. That was a girl. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. I was yes. I was one of the people in the theaters in The Last Jedi that when they kissed, I, I rolled my eyes so hard. I did Yeah. I like I was like, come on, man. That's <laughs> uh, too predictable. Too too much. They're doing too much. That didn't it was unnecessary, mm. I think. I don't know. But actually right. that's, that's a funny story about the porgs. I actually while I was one of the craziest parts about um about hanging out with characters all the time is that people will give you a ton of gifts, actually. Like you get gifts all the time. And uh, I was actually hanging out with Chewbacca and someone gifted me a porg that I still have to this day. And I'm looking at it in the corner right now and it's wearing Aww. his little Mickey ears. <laughs> and was yeah. it a big porg or a little porg? It was a pretty big one. It wasn't like the Those little- Those are $50. Yeah, I know. I know. Those are expensive. People, people love the characters, man. And it that Aww. was, yeah, yeah, that's that was wild. We can was, let that person know that um, that porg is still alive. It hasn't yeah, been eaten It's got yet. a great home. It's got a great home now in Branson, Missouri. Aww. Yeah, that God, was that was so a really sweet. cool moment. And I'm pretty sure that I was not the only I was not the only guy that that happened to. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure not. I'm sure a handful of of the guys have been gifted porgs before. Yeah. Um, any other Star Wars funny stories? Uh, Chewbacca almost squashed a two year old once. <laughs> almost. <gasps> Oh yeah. Uh, so that was, that's another, that's a fun story. Uh, Chewbacca was he, this, this uh, really cute little Asian family came in with two really little kids or no, the little boy came up and hugged, hugged Chewbacca, like hang, like literally came up to his knees and, hugged him. and then the little, uh, little girl came up and hugged him. And as Chewbacca went to step back towards the, the console where they take the pictures, uh, he tripped over the little boy and midair was thinking, dear God, this little boy is so small. If Chewbacca falls on him, Chewbacca will kill this little kid. Oh, uh, thank no. God Chewbacca's butt hit the bare ground, and the dad got it all on video. And this, <laughs> the the little kid, the little boy, was like right next to Chewbacca where he fell, and like Chewbacca just like saw him, grabbed him, and gave him a hug. Like, cool, you're okay. I'm gonna stand up now. <laughs> oh. My goodness, I was like, they're there, they're yeah, there. That was, that was <laughs> and you're more weird. traumatized than the kid. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent more traumatized. Uh, that was that was really fun though. And I told you, um, as far as Star Wars characters, man, uh, oh god, not there are some weird, there are some weird fans out there. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, Ooh, tell us. About, so this isn't something. This isn't something that I heard while I was hanging out with the characters, but actually while I was on my way into a shift at Launch Bay. And there were some girl, uh, some girls walking out, like these little teenage girls. And one of them, I overhear one of them say, "No, uh, Darth Vader is dad, and Kylo Ren is daddy." And I wanted to, never wanted to barf so hard in my life. Uh, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. that was people. 
Are you even old enough to date, little girl? Like seriously, little thirteen-year-old girl. That was that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> Terrible. It's so sad too. Yeah. So that's what you heard going into your that, shift. Well, going into a shift at Launch Bay. That's something that I heard that was gnarly. Man, uh, I don't really have. I mean, Darth Vader is such a cool character. I don't really have a lot of cool stories with him. I don't think a lot of ones did that you, stick out in my memory though. Did you ever like intimidate a guest? so um, much like oh, or man. fangirling or but yeah no i've i've my favorite my probably my favorite times hanging out with kylo uh come from like right early 2020 when i got to hang out with him in galaxy's edge i oh. man i have never felt more like the baddest man on the planet just like stepping down those steps and you're walking through that crowd and everybody is just splitting like the red seat man it is crazy oh. <laughs> it is a crazy feeling and then you have the stormtroopers too you the storm you got the boys with you it's a it's <laughs> so cool it's so cool i've i've always i've always loved that and i know blake explained to you how gesture rec works and that was that was always Great. so cool, man. Getting to work with those, with those guys and Kylo in those moments, and and seeing the um, like the kids react and and uh, yeah, man, it was just it was so cool. I I, I think the, the only really super memorable thing with the dark side guys, I'd have to say, is the Spider Force. There's probably something else that I'm forgetting. Yes. <laughs> Because there were so many, there were so many moments, so many great moments. And that's, that is the life of, of a character. And that's something really cool that they taught us, that they said to us during training um, when we were like first doing our training for our basic characters was they said, you might not remember every guest, but every guest is going to remember you. And I was like, wow, that's, that was something super impactful to me. And I think that's, that's another thing that was, that really gave, like, even when I was having a, like a, a down day or low energy, like really gave me energy like for the day for that shift like to work knowing that like these people paid hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of dollars like to come and and see their favorite character and have an experience man and that was and and it's so cool how some people are so in love with like these characters and yeah yeah that is so great. Mm -hmm. Speaking of in love with characters, um, can you now share some stories of Philip and Aurora at Christmas time? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is what I am most excited oh, about sure. personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, that that first Christmas season, I think, was hands down the best. I, I got to I got to work with a lot of really really cool people, a lot of really cool girls, and there was always it was always a really fun time. We had this one there was this one shift in particular that was super fun, where uh, I was hanging out. We had a photo pass. His name was JD Josh Jan Jansen, I think it's his last name, perhaps, but um, he was a really cool guy. Um, and he would play game. We would play games with us where he would give us, he would give Prince Philip and Aurora a couple words to say before to like try to weave into a storyline before they got on set, uh, like during, during their sets. So it would be like a game for us where we try to like weave storyline into the, uh, into all that. And there was, it was so fun. I remember that first night, um, that, that first night we did it, I, I can't remember what the first one is, but the last the last um, set of the night, so like the last forty five minutes that we were out there meeting guests, I can't remember what all what the third one was, but there were he gave me like three for a challenge, and I was like, okay, I got this. I can't remember what the first one was, but the second one was bet on it because Prince Philip has Zac Efron hair, um, so I had to say, oh. and then uh, the last <laughs> one was do the Soldier Boy, 
like the Superman. Oh, these are so challenging. Oh my gosh. Not so you're going to love this. I'm going to try to describe this the best I can without actually showing you. But so oh during, gosh. during one of the interactions early on, uh, we always talk about the castle because castle is a really nice blue, but it actually sometimes changes to pink like mm -hmm. during the evening. And so we'll always say, uh, Prince Philip and Aurora will always say that, right. Yeah. Flora and Meriwether are fighting over the castle. Um, and so Aww. when it was pink, I'd always, that'd be, um, uh, Oh, it looks like, uh, Meriwether's keeping the castle nice and blue tonight, but I, but you can bet on it that Mary, that, uh, Flora <gasps> is going to come by any second now and change it pink. And, uh, that was the one. And it's, it's so funny, like pulling these off and just watching the photo pass snicker behind his camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> trying to hide and himself laughing. And then yes, and only you three know what's going oh, on, and the guests are just like, "Oh brilliant. yeah!" It, and it got, and, and and then that last. This was like the first time we ever uh, this game during a shift. Literally the last family of the night. Aurora signs the little girl's book. I sign the little. She passes it to me. I sign the little girl's book. I take the book um, over to my left, hand the book off to the mother, um, grab the cape. And Soldier Boy back into this Superman back into this little girl saying, "Here, take my arm," and like, but super smooth, <laughs> super smooth. The and like, J, like J, our photo pass is like on, about to fall out on the on the ground. Like, I cannot believe you just did that. And you're not breaking the experience at all. You're still in character. Still in character. It was great. And this this oh game God. this game went so far. That like one of the next few shifts, um, uh, Aurora and Philip actually incorporated incorporated the twelve days of Christmas in their storylines in a row in a single set, Whoa. and it was Whoa. it was on point. It was great. <laughs> Wait, so each family was a different each family. Day? We'd say uh, we'd say something about like the first family. We'd say something about the turtle. Like we play like playing with the uh, animals in the forest, like the turtle doves. And then mm -hmm. uh, something, yeah, and it just keeps going. And, and we'd incorporate each of the 12 days of Christmas into a storyline uh, in order. Aww. And that was, that was one of the like, really fun parts with uh, Prince Philip at the Christmas parties, man. That was always a real, real good time. That is incredible. Okay, I, I'm still kind of new to Disney World and everything. I know Disneyland much better. Mm -hmm. But when during those meet and greets, is Aurora wearing her purple dress that she wears in the Christmas parade? Or is she wearing just her usual pink her dress? Her pink. She's wearing the pink dress, but she has like this... Um, uh, she actually has like a warmer, for some reason, um, like a warmer <laughs> winter fur top to the dress. Um, right. Okay. I have seen that one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah. But we always joke about how like the Christmas time they should let uh, Laura and Meriwether can compromise and make you a purple dress. That's, That's always cute. Go-to storyline, but yeah. Oh, really I fun. Love and then we like song. to put we like to put uh, antlers on on Samson. And, uh, and and like string lights through the because kids will always come up with their little antlers with lights on them and we'll say oh mm -hmm. we put we put antlers just like that on Samson riding through the forest yeah that is so precious like I'm loving this right now because Philip is such a rare meet and greet oh, like yeah. I. I've probably only met him once at a Christmas party in 2013, and mm -hmm. then I've seen him in parades, but that's not an interaction. Yeah. I mean, unless he like winks at you or something. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. but that is so cool. Mm -hmm. I I I love all this storyline so much and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Any other stories that you want to share? Um, that you can think of. Uh yeah. I mean, well, okay. Gaston. I think we can circle back to him. 
Oh yeah, we haven't really talked too yeah. much about Gaston. Yeah, so he was. Uh, I, I that was 2018. I got I started uh, training for to be friends with him. That was really really fun. There were like, you get so many gifts as <laughs> with Gaston. Mm-hmm. Also, that's another one there. A lot of people will, will bring out uh, gifts and stuff, and a lot of ladies will say, uh, "Oh, you should." leave bell she doesn't even want you and it's it's always it's all my uh gaston's answer to that was always uh yet she doesn't want me yet okay yet. hold your horses um but that's incredible always, always holding out hope he's always holding out hope for bell because and that was always funny when little girls little girls will always come up to you and scream at you bell doesn't love you Belle doesn't love you. She'll never love you. You don't, you won't be with her. She's married to the beast. And oh so, my God. but this is a really cool point. Hanging out with a lot of um, a lot of people who knew Belle, and hanging out with a lot of the uh, and hanging out with Beast myself, uh, I know a little bit about their storyline. And during their training uh-huh. to hang out with Belle or Beast, you find out that Belle and Beast aren't actually married, and Belle isn't actually a princess. Oh, because they never Whoa, got, wait, my mind, wait, hold up. They my never mind is got blown. married at the end of the movie. They <gasps> never got married. They just kissed and she put on a fancier dress. That's what? right. They never got married. And I will all, <gasps> and every time a kid comes up to Gaston and is like, you, you got, Belle's married to the beast. <laughs> just be like, no, she isn't. <laughs> Go ask her. She's not. <laughs> She's not no, married yet. She's no, a single lady. No, she's not. She's holding out hope for me. That's right. She's holding out hope. <laughs> I'm right amazing. here. Yeah. That was Oh my gosh. That was always a super funny moment. And then um yeah, and, and it's always um trying to convince the kids that like Belle and, and Gaston belong together was one of the one of the favorites <laughs> of it. Like trying to sit down and like and like logically talk through this with a kid. Like, okay, so I'm the best, obviously. And Belle is the most beautiful girl in town, which makes her the best. Yeah? Awesome. So if I'm the best and she's the best, <laughs> we deserve each other, right? And, like, it's, it's, and the kid's like, doesn't know what to say. No. And it's just like, and they're just like, look at you funny. And then turn around and then, yeah, it's, it's, that's always fun. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get to work alongside Belle? I did. Um, I, got, I got hanging to hang out with Gaston. Yeah, I got to hang out at a couple. Did a couple of the Halloween party shifts. Those were those were fun. Um, it, it was. It's always. A, it's a really hard interaction where you guys can actually work to where Bell and Gaston can actually work together, and it's not just constantly like Gaston talking and Bell rolling her eyes. Um, and there are a lot of there yes. are a lot of Bells who who do pull that off very well, and who were able to. We we had really great uh, interactions with kids and stuff, and I think we we created a really memorable, really memorable experience for a lot of families. So, do you is it easier to not necessarily in the Bell situation, but is it easier to work together with somebody or um, be by yourself? Which do you prefer? It's uh, well, it, it depends. It depends. I think starting starting out, it was much easier to work with somebody actually and that's why i'm I'm really glad with with uh that my first face character was philip because the only time i met was when i met with an aurora and so i didn't have to solely rely on my storylines i was able to bounce off of hers i was able to take the time i'm i was super slow with the signature so i was able to like hand it off to her so i could or she could talk while i sign and i can and philip can talk while she signed and so that was really helpful in the beginning. But then once you get to a character like Gaston, 
I, I definitely, when training, I'd been with Philip long enough where I felt pretty seasoned to where I was able <laughs> to um, I really run with that character. And a lot of the, the stories that I came up during training were actually too long and I had to shorten them which I had the opposite problem when I was training for Philip. Uh, but, but it's, and so with, with someone like Gaston, it's a lot easier to be on your own because you, I mean, so, or once you've been doing it a long time and you do it a lot by yourself, it's easier to do it by yourself because that's just what you know how to do, you know? Okay. So you have one last story to share yeah, with us. I do. So during, towards the end after, so everybody had been furloughed. I had actually, I had, uh, started to, I started a job as a personal trainer at one of the gyms in Winter Garden, and was trying to make that work, and it wasn't really cutting. It wasn't really making it, uh, making my uh, making ends meet. But while I was there, I actually met this really nice couple uh, who happened to be a part of Club Thirty Three. I'm not going to say names. But, yes, sorry, everybody else will contact them. Be like, you're not supposed to say it. And I was like, I'm not going to say the names. <laughs> but uh, but they were. I met this really cool couple uh, who are part of Club Thirty Three. And we were, as we were leaving, they just approached me one day. I had no idea like they were part of that club or anything. It was a higher end, like it was a higher end gym. So like I, mm-hmm. like people have money to go to that gym. But anyways, they come up and they say, they tell me and another guy who was actually working at that gym at the time, Justin, they were, they were going to let us have tickets for club 33 <gasps> to get into the parks. Cause at the time cast members were pretty much blocked out. I, we were blocked out of Hollywood studios, which I was really bummed. I wasn't going to get to ho- go to Hollywood studios one last time before I left. And uh, they were able to make that happen. And we got to see all the clubs and uh, well, the clubs at everywhere but Animal Kingdom. We didn't go to Animal Kingdom, but we went to Epcot. We went to uh, Hollywood Studios and went to Magic Kingdom. And that was such a cool experience. It was so great to get to go to Hollywood Studios one last time and uh, get to watch Fantasmic. That was that was a big, big part, um, especially for me and my girlfriend, because that's actually where I took her um, on Valentine's Day in 2020. Yeah, I took her to go see that. I took her to go see Phantasmic for the first time because she had never seen it. So, oh my gosh! And did, she got to go into Club Thirty Three with you as well. Yes, she did. She <gasps> did. They took us. They took us both in, and then they took um, Justin and his boyfriend in, and that was oh that was gosh. really fun. How are you ever going to top that date? I know, I know, <laughs> never, never going to top it. But that was that was a super cool experience getting to like see by like behind the scenes and going to it was it was crazy. Like we couldn't. They were like, you can't take pictures, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But that was that was super super fun opportunity for us and and especially for me getting to go to Hollywood Studios one last time because that's that's my favorite park because I, I spent so much time there with the Star Wars characters and it's just it was such a big part of part of my career there and I loved it so much man and 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 getting to go back one last time and getting the opportunity to do something like Club Thirty Three which was you only hear legends of really so right it was really, right really really cool and the fact that you got to go you said there was multiple right you went to mm-hmm. each of them in the so, park except for yeah. Animal Kingdom we didn't we except went for to Animal Magic Kingdom, Kingdom right. first thing in the morning oh and where is that one located in Magic Kingdom um it's over in Adventureland. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the one in Hollywood Studios, where is that? I'm familiar with Disneyland's. Brown Derby. Brown Derby, okay. Mm-hmm. And then like a, um Yeah. It's it's kind of yeah, around Brown Derby. I don't I don't like say specific locations because there's always like those those weirdos who are going to try and try right, and get right. in. They're not not supposed to, but uh yeah, and then I I don't actually remember where Epcot's is. <laughs> Did we go to Epcot's? No. I don't even think we went to Epcot's. And now if you could only go to one of those three that you went to, which one was your favorite? Definitely Studios. Studios was really, really cool. They had a 
man, they had a awesome, what was like the grilled cheese and their um, blueberry, like a blueberry mule that was delicious. Oh, that sounds really, really good. Mm, it was. <laughs> that is so awesome. It was. But that was that was a really cool experience that I, I forgot to mention, but I, I know I wanted to say that for like one of the last things because that was one of the last parts of my Disney career. So, yeah. Any last minute things before closing out the show? Um. Well, thank you for having me on. It's uh, it's been uh, my time. My time with Disney was super magical, and mm. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I met a bunch of really, really awesome people um, from all over the country. I would encourage anybody who's thinking about doing the Disney College program or going to work for Disney. Um, you're gonna meet so many people. You're gonna make so many connections, so many friends. Not only from all over the country, but all over the world. I have friends in China. I have friends in Australia. I have friends in Norway now. And it's, it's been an unforgettable experience and um, unforgettable connections. But do your time. Have fun. For some people, Disney is a lifelong thing. Good for you. Um, it's not that for everybody. It wasn't that for me. And I find that if you take the time to, to go, go away and see what Disney can really do on, a re- on your resume for you out in other places. Oh, yeah. Um, because the truth is there's magic everywhere. Disney's a really magical place. But there's magic everywhere in the world in this country and yeah so if uh, i feel like there are a lot of people that i know personally who feel kind of stuck in orlando because that's they feel like the magic is there but there's magic everywhere you just got to look for it one last question i just thought of this I know a lot of people get very nervous meeting characters. That is not me. I I love meeting characters. It's so much fun. But what tip or advice would you have guests um, who are nervous about meeting characters? Just open up uh, the characters. uh, The characters, they they know how to talk, or at least they're supposed to. So except for (laughs) except for, of course, the ones that don't talk. But the ones, yes. that, the ones that know how to talk, uh, they know how to talk, and they've they've and in in essence trained to uh, to talk even if you don't want to. Just enjoy it. If you want to say something, say something. Say hey, how are you? How's your day? Think of a funny question. Think of a funny joke. You know, mm-hmm. don't tell Gaston that he won the Nobel Prize because he's heard it a million times. Um, <laughs> other than that just just have fun it's not it's not as intimidating as it seems for sure except for darth vader he's really intimidating and you should be scared and you should bow to him immediately (laughs) i love it well brandon thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your stories it truly means the world to me and all of my guests so thank you for sharing your magic absolutely thank you so much morgan i appreciate you and your time and thanks for reaching out to me um it's been really really fun i've enjoyed talking to you thank you so much hope you guys enjoyed all of Brandon's wonderful stories hanging out with some incredible characters. Let me know on our social media which one your favorite was. We have Instagram and Facebook, so all you gotta do is search Just Some Magic to go follow us. Again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you guys enjoyed the show, if you could do us a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review, it's the only way people can discover us and new people can find us. And it truly helps this podcast out and grow. Again, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories, but until next time, bye.